0: What up, what up, my people? This is the Baller Debrief, recording this on the morning of Thursday, July 31st. And it's official, people. Woo! The NBA is back. So we had two games that went down last night, that went down to the wire last night. The Jazz beat the Pelicans by 2 106-104 on a Brandon Ingram missed 3 pointer to win the game and coincidentally the second game ended the same way we had the battle for LA the Lakers beat the Clippers 103-101 on a Paul George missed 3 to win the game oh man what a way to bring back the NBA so the NBA schedules 2 games on opening night A TNT doubleheader. And we got to see superstar talents like LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, Paul George, Zion Williamson, Donovan Mitchell. The list goes on. And it was lit. Now I'm talking from a TV standpoint and from a competitive standpoint. These games show just as much intensity as any normal game that I've watched on TV. I'm not lying, the fake crowd noise was on point, even the sounds of the game were intensified because the NBA placed hundreds of mics under the hardwood, literally everything I missed about the NBA, I got my fill last night, it was a real special night of basketball that's going to be remembered for a very long time, let's get into it. So the NBA kicked off with the Jazz versus the Pelicans. Now, the Pelicans looked like they were going to take this one, leading most of the game and showing signs of dominance. But here's a scary stat for you. The New Orleans Pelicans, in games that they are tied or behind by three points or fewer in the last five minutes, which is crunch time. It defines clutch players. Moments where they are tied or behind by three points or fewer in the last five minutes. They are 5-23 this year. They can't close. It's as simple as that. 5-23 in tight games. Now, Zion played in limited minutes, and this is honestly no surprise. I feel like that's what's always been the case. It's always feel like, oh, Zion's limited. Zion's not playing. Zion, it's like they're, they're starving us for more Zion. But he was extremely efficient in those few minutes that he played. 13 points in 15 minutes. Six of eight shooting from the field. Brandon Ingram led the Pelicans with 23 points. Sort of disappeared towards the end there a little bit. And surprisingly, Jordan Clarkson, lead scorer of the Jazz, also 23 points. Donovan Mitchell looked a little sloppy in this one, but he had 20 points. Mike Conley added 20 more. But I don't know, man. This Jazz team, it just it doesn't excite me enough. There's, there's definitely something they're missing, and I can't really put my foot on it. I see them as a first round out. I'm sorry. Sorry Utah fans. Sorry Mormons. And hopefully on the Pell side, Zion can get himself back in shape and the Pelicans can, you know, make a push to get into that play-in tournament and challenge the uh, the Memphis Grizzlies or whoever is in that 8th seed. Lonzo needs to step up too. Boy, oh boy, if this is what a Western Conference Finals is going to look like, what? I love, love the matchup between these two teams in the battle for LA, the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Los Angeles Clippers, and it's honestly a privilege to be able to watch these guys compete. Taking basketball away definitely made me appreciate it a whole hell of a lot more. Now, LeBron was a little quiet in this one. Honestly, there was one point in the first fourth quarter where he had nine points with like six minutes left. It was a little scary. But, you know, he's still getting his legs under him. He even changed his sneakers at halftime. He finished off with 16 points and seven assists. But that's not even what's important. The man brought locks, no keys. He brought super glue, no butter, the goddamn gloves, bruh. I'm talking about the clamps, that defense, bruh, locking down both Kawhi and PG for the whole game, but specifically the final possession. Now, that final possession is going to be talked about a lot. You know why? Because he guarded them both in the same goddamn possession. Locks down Kawhi. Forces him to pass to PG. And when he passes to PG, he switches to PG. LeBron. Taking them both. Makes PG take that contested three-pointer. People will say it was a foul. It was no foul. PG said he was fouled. I didn't see nothing. No bias there. If there was a foul, I would have called it. Maybe he he touched him a little bit, but you still got to make that. That shouldn't be a shot-altering foul, even if it was a foul. Grazed your thigh. You were just trying to get the free throws, Paul George. Trying to take the easy way out. Anthony Davis, AD, 34 points, dominant third quarter. He pretty much saved the Lakers because LeBron wasn't scoring. He just wasn't scoring. And AD said, I I got you. I got you. He went on an 8-2 run in the third. Right when Clippers were kind of pulling away. I got a little scared there, but AD said, nope, hit two three-pointers, hit a jumper. That boy looked unstoppable. Man shot 16 of 17 from the free throw line, which tells you he was being dominant. He was driving that ball and he wasn't scared of contact. And Kuzma also had 16 points. Kuzma is always going to be referred to as that X factor. If Kuzma can make, Kuzma can give you 16, 20 points a game. That's all you need all you need from him now obviously the clippers didn't have montrez harrell and lou williams who aren't well lou williams in lockdown trez isn't in the bubble yet and one can argue if the lakers only won by two points it's not really that great considering the clippers didn't have their third and fourth leading scorers off the bench but at the end of the day the lakers also have a really deep bench that not a lot of people talk about Boy, Dion Waiters, Waiters Island, Waiters can get hot, man, and he is an X-Factor. I remember him in that OKC, the- OKC series versus the Warriors, where the Warriors gave up a 3-1 lead. You know, a lot of the reason why they, well, the, the OKC gave up the 3-1 lead, and the, the main reason why, obviously was KD, but... Deion Waiters played a huge part in that team. A lot of people won't even remember that Deion Waiters was on that team, but he he hit some clutch baskets in that series. Obviously, the Warriors came back to beat them. But Deion Waiters, man, don't sleep on him. He can get hot. Kawhi Leonard had 28 points, while Paul George added 30 points. And honestly, Paul George is looking more dangerous than I've ever seen him. I feel like before this shutdown, he wasn't fully healthy. He was still trying to get his legs under him. Something was was wrong with him. He was coming off surgery. I feel like he rushed himself back because he wanted to play with Kawhi and get some team chemistry going. But he's looking like a monster out there. And generally, guys, I just can't emphasize how much I've enjoyed watching these two teams match up and just the NBA coming back in general. Now, the games today feature at 2.30 p.m., Orlando Magic take on the Brooklyn Nets. At 4 o'clock p.m., the Memphis Grizzlies take on the Portland Trailblazers. Also at 4 o'clock p.m., the Phoenix Suns take on the Washington Wizards. Cough, cough. And at 6.30 p.m., we have the game I'm looking forward to the most, the Boston Celtics versus the Milwaukee Bucks possible preview of the eastern conference finals at 8 p.m we have the sacramento kings taking on the san antonio spurs and at 9 p.m eastern we have the houston rockets james harden russell westbrook taking on luka donkic and the dallas mavericks should be a fun fun night of games